Welcome to Conscious Corner, brought to you by Conscious Coaching Inc., the show that talks about divorce, step families, blended families, and all the dynamics that go along with it. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening. I want to give a shout out to my team first and thank them for all their hard work, to Joel at East Coast Studio, who makes it sound great every single week, and to the Music Assembly for providing us with the music at the beginning, middle, and end of our show. And you can reach them at themusicassembly.com. So hello, everyone. I want to thank everyone for listening as well. And for anyone new, welcome to the show. Today, we are talking about divorce and what is your plan? What is your big plan? What is your end goal? We often think of end goals to be things that people do for jobs, that people do for life changes, big things, but people don't often think about what their end goal is for a divorce. And we are ending a divorce and a lot of people don't have that plan in mind. You jump to a lawyer and you haven't actually stopped to sit down and think about what's my end goal here? What is it that I actually want to accomplish? What is it that I actually want my life to look like at the end of a divorce? Sure, sometimes it's really hard to think about that stuff when your mind is so heavy with all the other things that come with it, that come with trying to figure out where the kids are going to be and where you're going to live right now. But I'm going to talk about how you can change that pattern and what you can do to start thinking about that so that you actually can start working towards an end goal. And it actually alleviates a lot of the stress and pressure because it keeps your focus. And one of the biggest problems with people going through divorce is things feel as though they're all over the place. You have so many balls in the air, things are scattered, you don't know which way to turn and what to do, who you're supposed to talk to or or go to, how you're supposed to navigate all this. And a lot of that comes from because we don't have our end goal and we don't have our focus and we don't have our timelines. So we're going to talk about all that. And I want to talk to the people who are thinking of getting divorced out there. If you're at that stage in life, in your marriage, where this is something very real that's happening, this is actually for you. Because this is something that if you can start right now from the beginning of thinking what your end goal is, it will help you through the process so that you can avoid a lot of the confusion that goes along with the whole divorce process. A lot of people talk about marriage being a business, and in a sense, it is a business because you have to treat it as though, you know, you talk to partners in a certain way. There's financial needs and gains within a marriage and all that, just like a business. So in a business, when you're looking to grow a business, when you're looking to keep a business successful, you have an end goal in mind. And a lot of of the really successful business people out there have an end goal in mind and they start with their end goal. They know what their end goal is and they work backwards and think, okay, what are the things that I need to do to get to my end goal? Well, in a marriage, when you're starting marriage, that's a great place to start as well is what is your end goal? What do you want your marriage to look like? 
and work backwards from there to have at least an idea of all the milestones of all the things that you want to accomplish and in what time frame. It gives you as a couple a good idea of what to work towards, of what you need to work towards together and separately. And if you're at the point of divorce, that's another place to start that process is what's my end goal? What do I want my life to look like? What do I want everything to be and to look like and to accomplish at the end of my divorce. So, and then you can work backwards from that and figure out what are all the things that I need to do to get there. So with that, I'm going to give you five tips that you can start thinking about and implement in order to think of that end goal. And that gets you on that road and that process. Number one is think of where you want to live. So when you're getting a divorce, one of the biggest things that you do is you have to find different accommodations. Sometimes it might be that someone gets to stay in the home, but that someone else has to leave. Maybe your end goal is that you actually want to leave and you want to live in a different part of town or in a different home or maybe a different city or a different country. Think about where you want to live. And whether you have children or not, these are your end goals. So this is your big picture thinking, what do you want your life to look like at the end of your divorce? So this is more of your big picture. So if you're thinking that you want to leave a city or a country or a town or wherever, think of that. Where do you want that to be? And then you can work backwards from that and think, okay, what are the things that I need to do to accomplish this? And that will set the tone of, okay, how do I, if you have children, how do I factor my children into that? How do I factor in my job with that? How do I factor in? And where do I need to start making some changes? Where do I need to accommodate? Where do I have to maybe compromise or bend in order to get my end goal? So one of the biggest things is, so number one, think of where you want to live. Number two, Think of where you want your children to be. If you have children, this is a big one. So in your end goal, do you want your children to be living with you full-time, part-time? And again, this is your goal, your big picture thinking. All the compromising comes in afterwards. So if you think right now, I want my kids to be with me full-time and living here full-time, that's okay. Write that down and let that be part of your end goal. Because all the other things come in afterwards and when we have to break things down and work backwards from there. So whether you want your kids to live with you, whether you want them to be with you full-time, part-time, you know, 50-50 split, how often you want your kids to be with you, days, weeks, things like that. So think of where you want your kids to be in your end goal of your divorce. Because when you do that, then you can work backwards from there and figure out, okay, what do I need to do to accomplish that? It also allows you to think, okay, what are the things I have to compromise on with my ex? What are the things that I have to accommodate for my children to allow for this? What are the things that I have to look into, like schools or my lifestyle and how that changes if they're with me full time? Lots of different things. So think of where you want your children to be at the end of your divorce. That's number two. Number three, think of what you want your lifestyle to be at the end of your divorce. So your lifestyle being 
Do you want to be able to do more things? Do you want to go out more with friends? Do you want to have more of a single person lifestyle? Do you want to have a more simplistic lifestyle with a more minimalist? Do you want to be able to travel more? Maybe your lifestyle is that you want to be more family focused and family oriented where you can include and involve your family and many things are all things. So how do you want your lifestyle to be at the end of your divorce? Think of that. All the things that you want to incorporate and implement, look at that and work backwards from there. Then you can implement, think, okay, well, what do I need to do to get there? Maybe it might be a job change or maybe it be more money that you need. Maybe you need to start reconnecting with family if you want more family involved. So you can work back to what are the things that I have to do? How does that affect my lifestyle? What do I want my lifestyle to be? So that is number three, really important. And these are your end goals. So number four, one of the biggest things is when you think of your end goals are how much money do you want and do you need to accomplish your goals? One of the biggest things when people go through divorce is money is a huge factor and yet money is not necessarily always on the radar. It's a stressor, but it's not something that you think, okay, what do I need to do to get that, to obtain that, to have more or to cut back or whatever the need is. And so looking at the things that you've implemented already, even with these first three things of where you'd like to live, where you would like your children to be, what your lifestyle would like to be like, how much money do you need to accomplish those things? From that, then you can look and work backwards and know that, okay, maybe you need to have a new job because you need a different change, maybe a promotion, maybe you need a part-time job or a second job so that you can make more money. If you're choosing to cut back, maybe you want a more simplistic lifestyle, so you want to cut back and you don't want to work as many hours. Maybe you need less money. Maybe you don't want to have to worry about all the other stresses that come with it. And you just want to make actually a little bit less because that makes your life more simple. So what type of money do you need? What things are you going to sacrifice to get there, to get that money, to get your goals? Does that mean if I take a second job, this is how you work backwards. If I take a second job and yet I want my kids to be with me every day, how am I going to accommodate that so I can be with them? Where's the sacrifice going to be? So if I have to travel a lot for work, how does that change my lifestyle? So because that means I get to make more money, but it calls for more travel, but it changes my lifestyle and what I'm looking for in another way. So you have this helps you look back now and think about all the next steps and where you need to compromise, where you need to sacrifice in order to obtain your end goal. One of the biggest things is to think about is how much money do you need to accomplish your end goal? And it's something that, again, I would say is one of the biggest things that people going through divorce should actually sit down and think about even going through the divorce process with your lawyer, with your mediator, with, you know, even if you do it alone, what's that going to cost? How much money do you have, do you need in order to accomplish your end goal? Because those things factor in and that's where you get to start and think about all of the other things and how it affects because money is one of the primary factors when you're going through a divorce. So the last tip is 
tip number five, in what time frame do you want to accomplish all of this? In what time frame do you want to reach your end goal? You need to give yourself a time limit. One of the biggest problems with people going through divorce is nobody gives themselves a time limit, which is why the average divorce is two years. Two years, people. It should not take two years to get a divorce. It's two years of time wasted. It's two years of time that you can never get back. Two years of time that you could be devoting and putting towards all of your life goals, all of the goals that you have set for yourself, for your family. And the reason that happens is because there is no time limit that people put on themselves. So what is the time limit that you want all of your goals and all of this to happen? Is it six months? Is it a year? Is it two months? Make it realistic. I mean, make it realistic. You can all of a sudden change and move cities and have your family with you and all of that within a month. That's just not going to happen in any divorce. So make it realistic. Make it attainable. Something that you know that you can work towards and maintain. But have an idea. Write it down. Pick that date. You know, from eight months from now, I would like to have enough money that I can move to a house that in this neighborhood that I want. In six months, I want to have my children living with me full time. In a year, I want to be able to travel the world and bring my family. Or maybe in one week, I want to start reconnecting with new friends or with old friends and start building relationships. You have to give yourself time frames for everything. It's the one thing that helps you keep yourself accountable to your goals, to your end goal, to that goal setting, and it keeps you focused. One of the biggest problems with divorce is, and I keep saying one of, so there are many, there are many problems with the whole process of divorce. And it's because we often don't think of certain things that are going to help alleviate a lot of the stresses. But when we can't keep ourselves accountable and focus to time, and when we want our goals, it leaves it so that we allow for others to decide for us. And that takes the control back out of our hands. So to maintain that control of your own life and your own process within your own hands, you have to set the time frame for things. You have to set the goals. You have to set the markers of when you're going to obtain those goals and what they are. And then you figure out the ways along the way of how you're going to do that. And In that way, it keeps you clear-headed, it keeps you focused, and it keeps you moving forward. You know then how to move forward. If there's something, if there's someone that throws a wrench into that plan, you'll know then, okay, you know how to retweak it so that you're still focused on your goals, but you have to have them in order to obtain them. You have to have them in order to have that direction. So these are just a few of the tips uh, that I can give you right now. And there are many. So if you want to know more, I have a program. It's an eight-step program that will get you to your own goals and gets you thinking about your divorce process. Go to my website and look. There's a lot of information there that will give you more tips, that will give you more advice of what to do. There's also programs that you can take and look at that 
We'll talk about all of these things of how you can get through your divorce process really clearly, really focused, and a step-by-step so that you are in control and have that goal and focus all along the way. And with that, I'm going to go to Leah's Likes because that's going to be part of my Leah's Likes. Leah's Likes, the part of the show that we talk about things that I like that make me feel good and feel happy and I give them to you in hopes that it will make your day better, make you feel happy and feel good about your life going forward. So I'm going to do a bit of self-promo here. I don't often do this, but in this case I will because I think it's something really important for anyone going through a divorce is to be that goal focused of what you want your outcomes to be, what you want your goals to be. And the program that I can provide and that I do provide and all the info on my website, I provide that. So have a look. It's www.consciouscoachinginc.com. So C-O-N-S-C-I-O-U-S-C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G-I-N-C.com. Consciouscoachinginc.com. You can go there, look at the programs, look at the info, the blogs, podcasts, things on the site. It will help you start to get an idea how to work towards your goals. Take the program. It's really going to help you through the whole process. So that's going to be my number one like is things that, and this is going to be for your brain, for your own life and happiness is something that will get you through and go ahead and look at it because I'm always here to help you to get you through that. So consciouscoachinginc.com, look under the programs, look under the blogs, all these things that are there to help you, to feed your brain, to feed your soul. I encourage anyone listening who's going through a divorce or at that stage where you're about to enter it, take these steps to help you get focused so that you are always in the driver's seat and having your end goals in mind and obtaining them at the end so it comes out really clear, really strong, and really fast. So that's my number one like. My number two is... We're going to talk about health and good mental health. Good mental health is, like I said, in this segment, it's all about keeping focus of end goals. One of the biggest ways that you can do that is get a calendar. Back in the day, and yeah, I'm dating myself here, but back in the day, we used to use day timers. We had them physically had to write in schedules and meetings and things like that. And it was great. And It's somewhat of a lost art right now. Get a calendar. And so whether you use your phone as your calendar, whether you use your desktop computer as a calendar, whether you're old school and have a day timer, get a calendar and write your dates in there, right? The goal dates in there of when you want to accomplish that goal. Write all the dates that all the milestones that you need to achieve to get to those goals, write those dates in there. So it's constant reminder and keeping you focused. And that keeps you mentally prepared, mentally stable, mentally clear when you're going through this process. So having a calendar, it's organization. And one of the keys to a smooth transition in divorce is having that focus, is having that clarity, is having that schedule. Because when you're all over the place and you don't know what's coming or going and you don't know what the schedule is and you don't know the days that you have to do things and you don't know the plan, it leaves it for mass confusion. And that's where people get frustrated and angry. So 
your calendar and your dates, put it in there. It helps drive the process. So it's a smooth and clean process. So that's my health like and my indulgence. My indulgence of this week is eating out with friends. So I love to eat out. I love going to restaurants and trying new restaurants and trying new things. And so I encourage you to do this. And it's important when you're going through the divorce process to have those connections, to have that alone time, to have that adult time, to have that time where you can, where you don't necessarily have to think about your divorce. And yes, while I'm talking about keeping focused on your tasks and your goals, It's also good mental health and it's also, it's a feel good when you just get to be free, be free of all the heavy thoughts, be free just to enjoy each other's company, be free to eat good food. Good food really makes people feel good. I know it makes me feel good when I go to a restaurant and the food is really good. I feel so great. I feel so happy. And food is a big, big connector of people. There are so many traditions and cultures and people that gather around food because it's a, it's a thing that connects people. And so when you have good food, you often have good conversation, good company, and you can always accompany it with a good drink, whether it be a good old gin and tonic, so it's my favorite drink, or wine or a soda or water, whatever, but go out and keep those friends and friendships connected And that always makes you feel good and do it over good food. That's my indulgence of the week. So hopefully that will make you feel good. Those are the things that I like and Leah's likes that make me feel good, make my day feel great. If you want to connect, like I said, go to my website, see what's there. You can always connect with me. You can book an appointment with me, a consult. Tell me your stories. Share your thoughts with me. You can reach me at Leah at ConsciousCoachingInc.com. Or go to my Facebook page. There's a lot of posts. I post articles and books that I read and quotes and podcasts and and events and things like that. So go to my Facebook page as well. It's Conscious Coaching Inc. And check it out. You can connect with me there. Message me from there. I'm always happy to hear from everyone. I love listening to your stories and anything that you share And it's a good way to always keep connected because we are community. We are here to support each other. And the more we hear, the more we connect, the more we share, the more we actually feel supported. Send out this podcast for anyone that you know who may be going through a divorce and share with them because the more we share is the more support we get. And when people feel supported, they feel loved. And we are better as a community, we're better as a people, and we're better connected. So do what you can, share things out, connect with me. I'm happy to hear from you or to be there for you. But always know that you are never alone because I'm Leah and I'm in your corner. 